Welcome to Meet the Little Nowners, a weekly podcast about all things Little Nownish. I'm your host, Brooke, and today I'm sitting here with the team that builds Little Block Party. They're going to introduce themselves to us. They're going to tell us about what Little Block Party is, how it started, where it is now, and its potential future. Just give us a quick introduction. How did you get into Web3? How did you end up finding us and joining? Yeah, I'm uh, Brannigan Lil Panda. Uh, I've been in Web3 for about a year. I got sucked down the crypto rabbit hole trying to buy a copy of the Constitution last year. And from there, just sort of met a bunch of other crypto people and explored other communities. Um, had been following nouns for a while, wanted a little noun, um, but really wanted a panda. And so I showed up in the Discord, and that's how this group met. Yeah, I'll just do a TLDR. So, yeah, a little pizza, formerly Bobby Possums from a previous episode. That's another story in itself. But yeah, I, I, um, I bought a little crypto back in maybe like, 2016 and was kind of surprised when I checked in on my wallet a few years later and I had a couple grand in there and uh didn't manage to get into NFTs until the start of this year um did a little flipping did a little trading wasn't the best trader uh time I waited a little nouns and decided to kind of start building instead and uh yeah I've been hanging out since in little nouns since late June and um think up with these guys and just kind of started becoming a bit of an idea guy for the little block party project. So my name is Nick, uh, and Von Pence on Discord, GitHub, Twitter, a few other places. Um, I got into Web3, probably, it's kind of a way to define it, but probably best to define it for me in 2017. Uh, that's when I started working at, at Brave, uh, and I've been working there since. Um, I got into low nouns through my interest in nouns. Uh, I was really, I thought it was a very innovative, interesting project and I wanted to own one, but was totally priced out. Um, so when I found out about little nouns, uh, that caught my attention. Um, and I thought this could be sort of my, my, my way into that ecosystem and I genuinely wanted one. So, um, yeah, I followed that, uh, that's that interest and started, you know, doing some dev work. I eventually shared uh, with everybody here in the Discord, um, yeah. and yeah, that's that's sort of the inception. Of, you know, my story for um, you know how I got into Will Nouns and and part of the story of uh, Little Block Party too. Happy to have you here, SQ. We already know <laughs> we've had a previous episode, but just give us a quick introduction. Um, yeah, so I'll just stick with the little nouns, how I found little nouns. And it's, uh, I think it's a, a similar story that many people have, and it's, it's, it's a long Nick's line and, you know, I'd been in, in NFTs, um, I could go on and on on, on how I got there. Uh, and just, I, I wanted a noun. I didn't, I didn't know that nouns were so open. Um, until little nouns hit and I just kind of, so little nouns were my entrance into the nounish ecosystem mm -hmm. and I've just kind of, I just really like everything about it really. Um, you know, and it's, it's just a very cool experiment, experience, um, very cool experiment. And I love watching builders build. I love, cause I, I, it's something out of my 
purview. So this, it's, uh, it gives me that eagle eye to, to watch this stuff. And uh, little block party is a perfect example. So let me push this question to Brannigan. What is little block block party? Yes, a little block party is an alternate front end on the little nouns protocol. And what it does is it lets um, users sort of preview what the next little noun would be if the auction is settled at the current block and therefore gives you control as a minter as to whether you're going to mint a slice of pizza or a sponge little noun. Mm. So it basically helps you capture that little, the little noun that, that you love, right? It's, it, it, the one that appeals to you. I think with little block party, all you have to do is wait and snipe, right? That's a, I would say this is more of a, uh, explain to me like I'm five definition of what little block party is. Um, let's quickly talk about the journey of, uh, little block party. How did it all start? I know you, even the name was different. It was gotta catch them all. How did it, how did it start? I could talk a little bit about it from my perspective. I think it's probably worth, worth talking about it. Um, and everybody else, cause there were different entry points and it, it was actually a couple of, um, points where sort of, you know, two people discovered the idea and we, and we um, but just to sort of go back, um, to what I was sort of saying earlier, where, um, I was interested in little nouns, um, and, you know, I wanted to, you know, actually, uh, buy one. And, and so I was actually, you know, watching the auctions. This was a few months ago. Uh, and there were about like 10 auctions, I would say a day at, at that point in time. Um, so you got to see, you know, a few, um, interesting nouns, you know, you know, out of those 10, maybe, you know, one or two would be, you know, pretty cool. Um, um but I wasn't quite satisfied. I wanted to sort of like really choose the nap, the little nap that I, that I got. Um, and. You know, it was also sort of like laborious and, you know, it takes a lot of time to actually, um, you know, stay online and watch the options and mirror them as, as they came, they came on. Um, so I took a look at the code, um, and it was interesting to see if it was, if it was possible to actually, you know, do any sort of prediction at what the next little mound would be. Uh, it turns out that it, it is possible. Um, and so I just wanted to build like a, like the first sort of prototype of this app, mostly just for my own use. I, I wanted to, um. I wanted to use it to sort of, you know, be, be more selective about the noun that I, uh, that I ended up, you know, buying. Uh, I figured that other people might be interested in it and, and it's going to, you know, was kind of planning on, on sharing it and joining the discord, which I hadn't been a part of, uh, you know, up, up until, you know, uh, really, you know, a few months after I just sort of started hacking on this. Um, but I thought, yeah, I thought other people might enjoy it. Um, and I'm just going to share, um, but mostly it was just developing for myself. Um, you know, in my spare time. So that took maybe about a month. Um, and when the, when sort of my first prototype was, was done, which looks very different from sort of the very polished product that we have, uh, really, um, so it's a way with, you know, ways better than sort of where I had it initially. When I had a first G that working, I joined the discord and just wanted to take a sort of quick look around to see if anybody else was building the same idea. I thought that 
it's kind of interesting. There's a good chance that some other people might stumble across this idea and build it themselves. Um, so did a quick search and found a post from Brannigan, uh, where he had, uh, proposed building something very similar to what I built. Um, you know, almost exactly, at least, at least one version of it was, was pretty much exactly what I had built. Um, and so I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Other people are interested in it. They're looking for developers and I can get to show up and say like, oh, here's a finished version of the app that I've been working on for quite a while. Hmm. Um, so that was a really cool moment, uh, getting to share that with everybody. Um, and, uh, yeah, everyone seemed really excited about it. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was a good moment. And, and. You know, from there, um, Brandon gets sort of assembled a, a really great team of, um, uh, desires, developers and, and more, um, and, you know, they really took it to the, to the next level, uh, at that point. But yeah, from, from my perspective, this was just sort of like a small sort of side project that I sort of brought, you know, brought to the, brought to the discord, um, and just, you know, co you know, just by coincidence found that other people wanted to build it too. Serendipity, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Can I just give a quick, um, I guess we could just call it a testimonial cause I've got to, uh, jump, but I do have, uh, some stuff to add. And it's funny because I, uh, um, it's funny cause I'm, I kind of come at this whole thing from, I'm, I'm almost anti little block party and FOMO now. I, I, like, I do think there will be a time delineated in, in the structure of little nouns of the pre LVP and post LVP. Like, I think it's that important of a development. Um, but that, that being said, I just wanted to put that out there. And I know I haven't uh, specifically said this to any of Brannigan or any of you guys, cause I know I'm as excited about the project as, as you guys are, uh, uh too. Um, but the the genesis of it and the synopsis of it um even if you st strip out what it actually is um and i said it yesterday on the on the spaces magical was the only word that that came out i had this whole i'll i'll give the spiel now that i was thinking that just came out as magical um it was just dedication it was fun dedication um the team that got together the different sides of it the collection the welcomeness the openness uh you know uh, brannigan did a, a magnificent job of running the conductor baton and just the team was so engaged that it i mean it cycled for 24 hours it seemed at a time it was never not running full steam ahead um and as, as someone like, I kind of only partially paid attention in the beginning. Um, and it was the way that the pieces fell into place and the excitement and it, it just continued to grow and build on itself, um, without any, uh, outside kind of extra fuel being, being dumped on it even, um, it really, to me, symbolized what is possible uh, with the Nouns ecosystem. Um, and it was uh, a pleasure to be of just even a small part of it uh, to as a viewer, as someone who 
just saw you guys were too busy to even figure out how to get paid. And I was like, there's just so many people working. They just need a little bit of something to, to get them to keep moving. Um, or not keep moving. Cause like I said, they were just moving. Uh, it, it was, it was a pleasure. And I just, I just want to leave it at that from my end. And, uh, I appreciated every second of it. Wow. Thank you. SQ. Thank you. And, uh, and, and I got to run, but yeah, these guys, um, it's, I, I really hope that what I, you know, everything that we can just keep, keep you guys building and moving forward. It's, it, it's a uh, great stuff. Thank you, SQ. Thank you. Thanks, SQ. Thank you. I mean, he has been championing, championing LBP for since inception, right? It's, uh, yeah, it's, I find it quite interesting how everything came together. Another interesting part is, uh, Brannigan was, was part of the, um, I remember you being in voice private for long hours and it turns out you were just sharing your screen. You're just looking at things and, um, you're building it out actually. And after you built it out, I started testing the, the little block party as a, as, as just a product. And then it turns out it can be quite addictive. I don't know if it's this sense of urgency that you have to mint yours in like eight to 12 seconds. I, I don't really know, but it can be very, very addictive. Um, Brannigan, what, what do you think is the most addictive part of not only building it, but also the product itself? Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly the answer. I think maybe we all have a different answer. There's something really compelling about watching the art scroll by and knowing that it's randomly generated based on a random number generated from an Ethereum block hash. Um, there's also an element of, I think, identity that a lot of people talk about identity, but in, in our ecosystem and little nouns, you know, who your little noun, what character they are, what, what noun they are really, really matters to people. And so some types of people like certain heads, some people like others, for me, I really wanted a little panda and I was really determined to join little nouns, but I couldn't find a little panda. Um, and even now that I have a panda, uh, or a couple, you see that every panda is different. And even with the same head, you know, it looks a little bit different with the different colored ogles and the accessories hit a little bit differently depending on the color of the shirt. And it's really interesting to watch that in real time. And you wanted the panda because it's, it's just a preference or is it related to the merge? Both. Uh, it's definitely related to the merge. I'm also really interested in governance. And so there's this whole concept of panda diplomacy. Um, but it's also just a really cute, lovable animal. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Um, panda definitely has a panda gift for just about everything too. So, uh, always throw those into the perfect time. <laughs> <laughs> 
If you have a repository, I can include that in the show notes, by the way. I don't, but uh, always love the panda, panda gifs. Okay. I'll tell people to, to, to just look for you on Twitter and then they can ask for panda memes. Um, what makes it such a public good? I'd love to hear from Pizza about this. Yeah, so I mean, just kind of speaking to the addictive quality, I mean, I think that that is, it's kind of the same thing we get with like social media and stuff, right? Like kind of that intermittent reward system where you see like a really clean one that you like go by and then then it's gone and you're just kind of waiting for the next one to come up. And um, it doesn't really happen too often, but just often enough to kind of keep you watching the blocks, right? So, uh, but yeah, as far as the public good, I mean, I think the best way to describe it, I was speaking in the spaces about it yesterday. And um, I would just say kind of my elevator pitch on this tool is a public good for the protocol is just being able to pull behind the curtain of the randomness essentially and and uh, actually try to like scoop up the one that you want. Um, but I think it also just kind of speaks to uh, how easy this is, well, relatively, I guess, because obviously a lot of work went into this tool, but, um, just being able to build on top of this protocol and, um, uh, design an alternate front end like this, um, hopefully inspires other people to come up with other ideas that are similar. Yeah. Well, I think as more people use local op party, uh, more people are going to be able to mint better looking nouns. And so after long enough, I think that's going to have sort of a positive impact on sort of the entire little nouns collection as a whole. Uh, but then I think it also on sort of an individual level gives people, you know, more of an attachment to their noun. If, if not only they, you know, they minted it and won the auction, I think there's something powerful just with that. Uh, but that just adds another layer to it where, you know, you, you, you decided to sort of bring it to the world uh, and then you won the auction. Um, so I think that's, that's pretty cool. The other thing that I would say just about, um, you know, why it's addictive, I think you guys, you know, really, uh, you know, hit, hit the key ones. Um, yeah, just to add on to what pizza, what you were saying about sort of this, um, you know, it's just success is not guaranteed with this app, right? You can see the, the, the noun you want, um, but because you have to get your transaction in that actually mints that noun before the next block is finalized, um, you, it's a race against the clock, uh, and it actually takes a, you know, a, a fair amount of time to, to sign the transaction, send it and, and get it finalized. So, um, you know, our success rate now, we have a Dune dashboard, you can calculate the exact one, but, um, it's, it's below 50%. It's probably, you know, close to there. Um, but, uh, even if you're, you're sort of trying to, you know, settle out the now you want and, 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 and buy it eventually and win the auction, you don't, you don't actually not guaranteed that. And um, I think that kind of hooks people in, right? There's, there's two components. There's the, the noun is, is, is going to expire and then you may not actually even mint it, um, which means that like this, when it actually all sort of winds up, it's like a really awesome experience. Um, and one of the things that when we sort of, you know, testing out like the very first prototype, one of the reactions was like, oh, it's like kind of like reminds me of of Pokemon, which is kind of a similar concept, right? Like you have the Pokemon appear, let's play the Game Boy games. Pokemon appears and, um, you know, that's, a, you know, that Pokemon's going to go away. You may get another shot at a, you know, a different one of the same kind. 
but you know, you just have one opportunity here to, to catch it. You can throw your pokeballs at it and, uh, you may catch it. Uh, you may not, uh, may run away, uh, that kind of thing. So like, that was always a really engaging part, uh, of like playing Pokemon, at least for me. And I think we kind of hooked into the similar, whatever, you know, mechanism, you know, that is, I think we, we hooked into, you know, something similar to that. Um, and Brooke, you also mentioned, um, that like the name originally, originally was not Little Block Party. Um, it was gotta catch them all because it was, we, we were kind of working off this sort of Pokemon inspired theme. Um, uh, and so that was, that would be sort of the concept, you know, originally, uh, we backed off of that just a little bit for, yeah. around, you know, pretty much entirely, um, just cause just for like legal reasons, we didn't want to sort of, you know, um, you know, encroach on any, any you know, brand territory there. Um, but it, it does get sort of an insight into sort of how we were thinking of the app, you know, at the time. And it has really evolved from there. Peter, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say Nintendo is notoriously litigious. And, um, I think that was probably a good move, but, um, yeah, it, it definitely, it definitely gives that, that Pokemon vibe. So I think that we all kind of landed on that pretty early, but, um, uh, I also like little block party. Obviously I'm biased cause I was the one that threw out the name for the first time, but we did a lot of ideating that day and came up with a lot of potential names for the application. And, um, I like little block party because I feel like it, it kind of just like, it makes the app feel pretty light and fun and. Um, I think that's kind of what it's supposed to be about because when you fail, it's not, dang, I just spent $15 settling on a noun that I didn't want. It's okay. That was like 30 cents. It's like the equivalent of, um, maybe like getting a game over when you're playing an arcade game or something. So, um, I think it fits the vibe pretty well for sure. Um, so Nick, can you give us a technical explanation about how it works? Yeah, absolutely. So we touched on this a little bit earlier, um, that the mechanism is very similar to sort of how FOMO nouns works, um, for nouns, mm -hmm. um, low nouns traits are sort of pseudo general, pseudo randomly generated, uh, when the noun is minted. Um, and so it's actually possible to predict within one block what the next noun is going to be. Um, and so, yeah, there was FOMO for nouns, but little nouns didn't have anything that, that took advantage of this. So that's sort of the, sort of the, the core value add that we have. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's, so when you look at like the front end, what is the front end of the website doing? Um, it basically is calculating what that next noun is going to be based on the most recent block hash. Um, you know, that's when, you know, it is pseudo random. You can, you can sort of predict that if you have all the inputs, the main inputs being the noun ID, uh, and, and the, uh, the last block hash, um, it's the front end sort of, you know, uh, generates these images and every block, there's a new potential noun that sort of cycles through. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when we added another layer, uh, that helps sort of the app, app function, um, and that's when you want to try to settle, um, so. The difference between minting on the main site, Lil Nouns, WTF, and Block Party is that uh, with Lil Block Party, you're sort of guaranteed to 
mint the noun that you were shown in the preview, mm-hmm. um, or else your transaction will revert. And that's actually a feature in this case. Um, uh, and it appears it's nice. Uh, it's nice because it saves you a lot of gas. Um, it costs a lot to actually start the auction. So you don't want to miss. Um, so we say if like, I think it's like a you know, hundred X, something along, along that range in terms of the gas cost, you know, if you actually miss your noun, so that's a benefit. And then you also don't have to wait the 15 minutes, um, uh, for the, the auction to end. If you want to, if you accidentally, you know, start an auction for the wrong noun. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like one additional feature that, uh, the Brock party brings. And under the hood, it works by um, sort of adding an additional smart contract that, that we deployed uh, that sort of sits between the front end um, and the main little nouns auction house uh, that you use to actually sort of settle auctions. That's, that's a separate contract. Um, and the, um, what, that, what our contract does is uh, it basically allows the front end to specify a block hash, where actually in this case we used a block number, um, and that sort of signifies uh, with up until when the the sort of transaction should be is considered valid. So from the user's perspective, when you sort of if you're using Will Block Party, you see the little noun you like, and you want to mint it, uh, you cl- click the mint button. Uh, that will send a transaction, you know, to this contract that we deployed and, um, as a user and, and what the front end does is it will also specify that block hash, you know, is part of the data that's sent. So when you send click settle, you're also saying settle it, uh, b- uh before this block. Uh, and if, it, and if it's not before this block, you revert. Um, and so, uh, our snap contract does that very small check. Hey, is this, is this the, you know, is this the, the current block that this transaction is running in is that the desired block specified by the user and sent from the front end. And if it is, uh, it'll, you know, uh, start the option by calling the, you know, settle auction function on the, on the main uh, auction house contract. And if not, uh, it reverts. So that's the main, that's really all of the sort of technical pieces uh, for it, but it, 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 um, it makes the app a little bit more usable, right? So you get in on sort of a piece of the uh, nouns architecture, which is, you know, shared by little nouns, mm-hmm. uh, which is that the, the auction process is actually like a two-step process, um, whereby you mint the noun, um, sort of like actually putting it into existence. Uh, and then once you do that, uh, that action is sort of atomic with, um, starting the auction for the noun that you minted. So, okay. So you mint that noun. Now it exists, and now there's an auction running for it, and someone's going to buy that specific now. Um, uh, and you know, and, and then you know, while that auction's going on, it's not possible to mint any other nouns. You can only mint uh, once enough once the previous auction, you know, has has run out of time. And somebody has won it, um, and it takes sort of an extra step from you know any user out there to say, okay, let's kick off the next one. And in that step where they sort of kick off the next one, they're both, you know, minting that new now and starting the auction for it. Um, so while it's in that state where the auction has been, is finished, um, and we're just waiting to kick off the next one, then we're in that sort of phase where there could be any, every new block means a new potential noun could be minted. 
Uh, and that's kind of where the little block party sits is it shows those uh, potential new nouns and allows people to, um, you know, uh, you know, settle the auction, you know, kick off a new auction and, uh, say, okay, this is, you know, this is the noun that, that will be optioned in the next, um, in the next cycle. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 So Brannigan, you brought the team together and I'm wondering, like, can you tell us about the process and how it all went? Yeah. And, and let me start by saying that if you step back a layer and you look at little nouns, and then you look at the nouns protocol, these protocols are designed to get projects like this built. Mm -hmm. And I think we're really at sort of the early stages of realizing what's possible, but this project could not, this team could not have built the next Pokemon game. You know, we, we can't get together and produce the next Mickey Mouse movie because those are uh, pieces of intellectual property that are owned by companies who make money producing that content in a certain way by, you know, by necessity, by excluding other people from being able to build out those universes, those characters. Ounces is, is exactly the opposite by design. And that's what's so, um, so different about nouns. So given that, what was, yeah, what really, um, what was a light bulb moment when you, when you guys were building this? You know, I'll, I'll speak about our experience with Mulford and really, I, I don't know how long we had been going back and forth and Vaughn, um, but I just find that live video and live sharing your screen when you're building something is just much higher bandwidth. And at some point, uh, Nick and I jumped onto, uh, the voice channel to just sort of talk about our, you know, our ideas and it just kind of kickstarted everything into moving kind of more quickly. Um, and it's sort of like when you think about it, you know, builders today, even in traditional tech companies, you know, they're not sitting in an office and, and mailing each other hard copies of their codes, you know, back and forth uh, over snail mail. I mean, you use email. And so I've just found that kind of the live, live video, live audio is just a much higher bandwidth uh, way of building things. And what happened is um, Nick and I were chatting, I believe at some point, just kind of casually about our idea. And then Mulford just jumped into the chat room and he wasn't a little noun holder. So he must've been in voice public. Um, and, uh, neither Nick or I are, uh, web developers, but Mulford was, and he showed up just kind of completely by chance. He was also interested in this and that was sort of how the team got started. Oh, wow. I keep saying serendipity. <laughs> I'll just say that like, um, when I sort of gave sort of my prototype over to the group, um, it was functional, but, uh, not pretty in, in any way. Um, the design was like super stripped down. It, it looks like something like, you know, that a backend engineer, uh, would, would put together, which, you know, which it was, um, 
And, you know, while it kind of worked functionally, uh, it didn't, it didn't have any, um, yeah, it, did, it didn't look great and it didn't have any sort of the, the brand appeal and, uh, they just, you know, the appeal in general that little block party has now. So, um, the contributions from Mulford and Mish were really on sort of like the front end, like they redesigned the whole, uh, look of it. It's entirely new look, uh, from the thing that sort of I, I, I handed over. Um, and so that was a collaboration between them two, as far as, you know, I understand it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, they built that out. So, you know, Mish came up with the, you know, a whole new design and, and, um, you know, Mul Mulford implemented on the, on the front end. Yeah, I, I, um, I really like the, the whole concept. I think Mish had the idea early on to do it as a dark mode application, kind of to the contrast to the, the standard front end. And I'm a big fan of the Dracula theme. So I suggested maybe we do the Dracula theme colors. So that kind of came in as well. And I think that kind of contributed to the, you know, kind of the, the gravestone, kind of the, uh, some of the, the iconography around that. And, um, yeah, I just, I think the, you know, just the whole perception of it changes so much whenever you, you give a little bit of love to the design. Um, and then we also had Donut come in as well. And, uh, he's the one that's responsible for the tagline, um, watch the blocks, pick a little, join the party. And mm -hmm. I think everybody was just like, ah, yes, that's it. You know, as soon as he said that similar to when we landed on a little block party and I remember you being there for that, uh, for the naming of, as well, Brooke. So that was kind of cool that you. We're hanging out with us and, and spitballing at the same time but yeah. but yeah i think it's just it's a lot of fun and it's been cool to see it come together and uh it's a pretty great meaning of the minds an example of kind of what this community is all about really so you all met here and you're almost familiar with each other now so what is one thing you found out about yourselves um when working with each other yeah. Um, I was just going to say, like, I think that Panda's strategy of just jumping into the private channel and just sharing a screen just kind of was kind of an inviting move. And I think that kind of attracted people as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that I learned early on that Panda likes to build, likes to get shit done. Um, he was just kind of always around and always kind of like asking people like, Hey, what can we do next? What, what's our next step? And I think that when it comes to these kind of projects, um, you know, everybody can have ideas and bring things to the table, but there just really needs to be a, a project manager, you know, like I, just from working on my personal projects, sometimes it's just difficult to kind of decide what to focus on next. So, um, yeah, just definitely learn that Panda loves to ship and loves to encourage other people to ship and, um, learn that uh nick over here is just like somebody who's just like a wizard just kind of working behind the scenes and is like oh hey what's up i got this app that's just like fully functioning you guys want to use it so i think that everybody brings their own strengths and uh yeah it's just it feels like a little bit of a super group that i guess we're all kind of trying to keep we're going to try to keep recreating that going forward if, if possible mm -hmm. and just bring in new contributors obviously too yeah, definitely uh, was well coordinated for everyone who's listening. I will have the links to the little blog party so you can experience it yourselves every now and then. I have seen it being built 
but experiencing it is always going to be something different. Um, what is the future of Little Block Party? Where do you see this going? Um, I sort of want to hear what Nick has to say about this. I, I think we both have thoughts. Um, there are a lot of different directions it can go. Um, Envon and I subsequently passed uh, Prop 64, which is uh, to build a little sandbox, um, which is essentially exploring new ideas for a different kind of minting mechanism for the Little Nouns protocol. So that would probably involve incorporating some kind of gamification like we have now if it with Little Block Party, if Little Nouns DAO decides to change um the minting mechanism. But in the meantime, um, we're going to continue to try and build out little block party. One, one thing we'd love to be able to do is to have asynchronous sniping of traits. That would be a feature where you could specify, Hey, I want a panda head with an ETH accessory, which is actually what I really want. Um, and then you could deposit money into a contract that would trigger the settlement when an ETH panda, um, appears on the block and then bid for you. So that's a feature we'd really like to add. But we're also working on putting out content. Uh, there's sort of a live stream right now we're doing on Twitch and Twitter that just sort of shows the site. Um, but there's so, you know, the, the nouniverse, uh, just in little nouns is so wide that it's sort of hard to get a handle of things. And when you look at all the other sub DAOs and extension communities, in addition to you know, nouns main. Uh, there's just so many interesting things going on that it really could fill sort of 24-7 programming, in my opinion. And for now, I'm just trying to find things to stream. Uh, we're going to probably host a couple of shows. Um, and we're going to continue to build. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's hard to say exactly where uh, we go from here. Um, Things are in flux and we have lots of new ideas um, coming down, you know, that people are thinking about and, you know, we're exploring those. I think from my perspective, what I would like to do is to try to just keep the original energy of the group and, you know, kind of just see, see where it goes and, um, you know, explore the opportunities that we come because I think we have like a really talented group of people. I think it was like, you know, people have been saying like, kind of like a math, like magical moment <laughs> really showed like what, um, what I think a lot of like the promise of like web three is for like decentralized building. Like, I think we got to experience that, like, like a real pure, you know, version of that, like, um, and that was really epic. And, um, I kind of want to just like continue that. Mm -hmm. uh, continue that vibe and, and see where it takes us. We have the you know, immediate features that, that, that Brannigan's been thinking about, but um, yeah, I, I, I want to keep an open mind as to what, you know, where we take it next um, and, and kind of look at things you know, as they come. But I think there's, there's tons of opportunities and lots of really interesting ideas that we're exploring. Um, we just got to find uh, the right one. What, what, would you tell a builder uh, who's just joining, could be Web3, could be Little Nouns, what would you tell them? What, what's the number one thing that you would tell them? 
Yeah, I think um, just having an open mind, being positive and optimistic, and um, you know, really the the reason this this has been as successful as it is is because it's just a group of people that trust each other, and we all sort of know what we're doing. You know, um, Bulford, who did all the front end web dev until recently, he just did his part right away and exactly how it should have been done. Um, and, and more than that is he was excellent at helping to push Nick and myself to think through where the product might go to make sure that we build sort of a nimble web dev approach from the beginning. And it just made the process of building the front end just seamless um, because we put a little bit of extra time into it. He asked the right questions that sort of changed how we approach some things. And when he said he was going to do something, he did it just really quickly. Uh, so really the same, same could be said for everyone else on the team and Vaughn. And, you know, one of the more memorable stories for me is, you know, little donut showed up is, uh, I, don't, I don't want to dox his old name, but he showed up with a different name and the first thing he said was, he said, I'm here because I want to rebrand as a little donut. And I saw that, I laughed, and I just knew, like, this is somebody who understands marketing. This is somebody who understands copy. And just having the comfort of someone who shows up and says, hey, I want to rebrand as a little donut, it just uh, sort of put everyone at ease. And there was a, just a real level of trust amongst the whole team. And we all chipped in and helped. If I were to sort of reflect on my experience and give advice to somebody else that kind of wants to break in and, and build stuff, um, I think what, what worked for me uh, was it's kind of a combination of two things. One, it's like, just, just start building, which I think is a lot of people have that advice. I think it's good advice, um, and, and see where it takes you. Um, but then I think. Just add a little bit more sort of something extra to that. Um, you know, I built a bunch of sort of little personal projects myself, uh, but they didn't have, you know, they didn't take me anywhere. They didn't lead anything, you know, really cool, like, you know, this experience. Um, and I think the difference this time was that I sort of built a product that, um, there were, a community would appreciate, um, and you know, that, that allows other people to find your work and allows collaboration to form. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I would say to do. Try to, try to build something. If I find a community and try to build something that uh, other people, you know, will enjoy and, um, th that may take you somewhere. Can I ask a follow-up, Nick, on that is how do people find the community for them uh, to build in? And you spoke about this a little bit before, I think, but why, why is Lil Nouns the community for you? How, how has that clicked as a community for you as a builder? I think it's clicked because, because just, this is where I found like, you know, a team that, you know, that appreciated the work and that wanted to do it. And I found sort of, you know, you know, cool people, we all got along. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, Will Nouns is interesting because, you know, I've always been interested in nouns and sort of on-chain art, you know, NFTs and the whole option mechanic. And that sort of, you know, appeals to me um, and has interested me for a while. So like that was kind of how I routed down, you know, to, to this community. 
Um, but you know, I think the, the key piece is, is probably less of something that's a property of low mounds and more just, um, you know, finding, uh, finding your people, <laughs> uh, finding people that, um, are, um, excited, engaged with the same things that you are, um, and kind of want to talk about it. Uh, and, you know, I think there's a lot, there's, there's probably many different communities out there, uh, that people can join that would, that would satisfy that. Um, so yeah, I would just, I would go explore, you know, Brandon, I think you've said that there's, you know, a thousand, you know, infinite, infinite, many rabbit holes in crypto and they're all like infinitely deep. Uh, I think that's definitely true. Um, so I would find, you know, I, I would say if somebody, you know, you know, follow your interests, go down one of those rabbit holes and, um, you know, try to, try to meet people at the bottom, I guess. Meet them there, meet them there with uh, a shovel. Yes. It's, it's also about seeing how things fit in some sense. So following your interests, but also seeing it as, as not as a puzzle itself, but more as a piece of the puzzle. And then it becomes more about how to connect one puzzle to the others so you can make this bigger picture and finally, eventually solve that puzzle. And I think that that is reflected in how you guys as a team really coordinated and how you all um, really delivered on such an amazing product. And I'm honored to have you guys here. It's an honor to be here. Thanks, Brooke. Well, you've made it this far. Thank you for listening in. Make sure to check us out on littlenouns.wtf. That's L-I-L-N-O-U-N-S dot W-T-F.